Jeffrey Katzenberg, a name synonymous with The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast, to name a few. He even brokered the deal that brought Pixar into Disney's ever-expanding empire. Suffice just to say, this dude had quite the ego. When Disney CEO Michael Eisner took up duties of president rather than pass the baton to Katzenberg, Katzenberg said, quote, eat my butt, I'm making my own production company with Steven Spielberg. And that's just what he did. Decades later, and the two studios seem to be in a kid's movie Cold War. Movies about bugs, superheroes, and fish were released in close succession. Was it blatant copying, coincidence, or traces of Katzenberg's power that landed both studios with countless Oscar nominations? Today, we settle it once and for all. Pixar versus DreamWorks. We're talking it on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and add several more polygons. How are we doing, South Street Cinema? Uh, thank you so much. We are a part today of the Everything is Awesome Headstrong Foundation Comedy Festival. I remembered it. It's just a long word, okay? Uh, so definitely uh, follow the link, uh, www.headstrong.org. To make a donation, we are supporting uh, cancer research because cancer sucks, okay? <laughs> I'm saying it. Uh, I'm feeling a little weird. So uh, I talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but... Um, I thought I grabbed a spiked seltzer, but this is spiked still water, which is different and not better. Uh, <laughs> it tastes like somebody spit Purell into a cup of orange juice, but we're going to live with that. But enough about me talking to myself. I want to talk to other people. So uh, first off on Team DreamWorks is, you know them and love them, it is Diana Westifer and Dan Clark. How are you guys doing today? Thanks so much for coming on. Doing great. <laughs> great. It's you like guys a dream. Oh, cool. Is that going to be the kind of jokes that we're going to hear all day? <laughs> yes. Oh, right. Perfect. Yeah. I'm glad then. And then, uh, of course, not to be outdone, representing Team Pixar, it is Josh McMaster and John Deary. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is my fault. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yeah, there's the mic right there. Yeah. I'm doing good. I thought I had enough chairs, but I'm just going to be standing behind you. I, I could sit in these abandoned uh, theater seats, but I'm just going to stand. Uh, but yeah, so uh, today we are going to be discussing... Uh, Pixar versus DreamWorks, as we said, these are both uh, the brain children of uh, everyone's favorite, uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg. <laughs> uh, so I guess let's kind of start off with opening statements because this is kind of a classic debate that you would have in uh, junior high school. But uh, do we, let's start with uh, Team Pixar. So kind of what's... Oh, <laughs> so John's eating a cookie. But luckily you have two people uh, on the team. So jo Josh, how about you start us off with uh, kind of what... Uh, Pixar kind of means to the world. Yeah, 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 you can get a cookie. We're going to be eating a couple cookies. Anyone you pull off the street, literally, go outside right now, and anyone <laughs> off the street would say that Pixar is better than DreamWorks, easily. 
you name you, you can you can ask anyone their favorite Pixar movie and they could come up with something immediately. And then if you ask them their favorite DreamWorks movie, it's <laughs> gonna be either it's gonna be either what like they might say Despicable Me, yeah. <laughs> or and then like Kung Fu Panda, and that's about it. The B movie. The B. <laughs> the B movie. <laughs> I don't want to talk to those people. They don't know what movies are. Oh shit! Well then, you want now my fucking team. So. <laughs> So, uh, I can give you my detailed list of points, but... Well, let's save it for the non-opening statements. <laughs> and then, um, uh, Team DreamWorks, what do you, you kind of have to say to start things off? Okay. Whoa, 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 Johnny, get a chance to speak it. We have more points to make. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you done your cookie? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I've done the cookie. They're delicious. Uh, they're ours also. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pixar, I think everybody knows you're getting a quality product. These are movies that elicit emotions, elicit tears. You know, I have a lot of feelings about them. I haven't seen one in a while because, uh, <laughs> gonna be honest, uh, I'm a single guy. You can't really go to Pixar's movies alone and cry in the theater by yourself. Doesn't get received well. So I usually have to wait for them to come out on video, and then I have to wait for like video on video. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I, I went on a date once to see the Lego Batman movie, which is neither of these studios, but uh, there was not a, uh, another date after that. So it's not necessarily better. <laughs> Because when you go on a date to a kid's movie, it's like, oh, is, is this what this person's like into? Do I, <laughs> can we watch <laughs> adult movies, please? <laughs> uh, but uh, do you have anything else to say? Uh, to start they're, they're real, and DreamWorks movies are just fart jokes. That's all they are. Oh. All of them. Okay, well, let's fart on over <laughs> to, team, to Team DreamWorks. Oh, what do you guys have to say to start things off? One, I'm fucking angry, Ross. God damn it. Fart jokes are great. There's nothing wrong with them. Uh, cars is garbage. Wally, whoa, what a piece of trash that whoa. is. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, if I wanted to see fat people on a spaceship, I would just go to a Star Trek convention, all right? That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how passionate I was about this until three days ago, and now I'm angry. Um, You're just body shaming people. Well, and you. Lead me to my next point. Captain Underpants is a wonderful movie about body positivity and superheroes. So, yeah, that's what DreamWorks is doing. And that's all I have to say for now until I get angry later. Yeah, Diana, what do you have to say? So, leading off of that point, one of the main arguments against DreamWorks is often that it doesn't teach kids lessons. But, like, Kung Fu Panda did more for body positivity than, like, Inside Out could ever dream to accomplish. Ooh. Uh, was Inside what, Out trying health? to send a message about body positivity? Yes. <laughs> you can't compare the two. Yes, I can. Mm. And I will later. Isn't that just what Mindy Kaling's character was? <laughs> <laughs> just like, ugh, gross. It was about navigating emotions. But I'm going to say, right now, this is Philly. We're a city of underdogs. And we love an underdog story. So blows will be exchanged today. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think, I think uh, Diana brings up a good point that I think can kind of lead our discussion, first of all. I think uh, the big thing, and when uh, I started Kid Flicks, um, a big thing that I would talk about with kids' movies was what kind of lesson are they trying to instill? And so far, it's the <laughs> dichotomy seems to be, did it teach kids about body positivity or not? Um, so, I, uh, so I guess... I was going to say, how many times are you going to play that one card? Oh, yeah, well, DreamWorks is about body positivity. Just once, because I came prepared with more points. Oh. I'm going to make it about 50 more times before this is over. So, <laughs> well, so, let, so let's hear it. So Team Pixar, what are, what are some of the, the lessons, I guess, that uh, Pixar is kind of instilling into our nation's youth? A lot of, a lot of good family stuff. Like, like the Incredibles are a family that work together and get shit done. Uh, Finding Nemo is a great, another great family story of a family overcoming tragedy. 
Right? His, his wife dies. That's how the movie starts. His, his, his wife dies, and he, all of his children die. <laughs> his wife dies, and then we see the title card, Finding Nemo. Yeah, Finding Nemo. <laughs> and it's just like, me and my one crippled child are going to try to get through life. And that's how that movie, the rest of the movie is just about him, his, his crippled child overcoming adversity, and then him finding his crippled child again. And that's incredible. What a lovely story. <laughs> the way you say it just makes it so sweet. <laughs> um. I think that's fair. I think also Pixar says a lot about individuality, specifically thinking about Bugs' life. Flick goes against the grain and everyone shits on him for it, but then he does something great. He manages to bring the team of Bugs together to fight the, uh, to fight the grasshoppers. And um, by the end, his differences are celebrated by everyone. So it's going to show kids not only you're stronger with your family, not only your family is who you make it to be, because that's you know Finding Nemo too. They're strong together, but then the whole thing about Dory is that she's not their family, maybe, but they find her and they make her feel like home. So what makes Dory individual and special is why they value her. Then we see the same thing with Flick. And then, um, and then despite the differences again in The Incredibles, Mr. Incredibles got a big ego but at the end, he realizes you, know, you set aside and you come together as a family. I think consistently, people in Pixar movies are embracing their differences and then coming together to get shit done, like you said. I think that enough is worth noting. Did anybody else like a picture like the Star Spangled Banner playing during <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, uh, what about uh, Team DreamWorks? What do we have in terms of more uh, lessons and uh, including body positivity? <laughs> Are you about to say it again? No, I was not going to talk about body positivity. before you claim Shrek as body positivity, because we can all see it coming. I'm not claiming Shrek. I'm going to talk about Kung Fu Panda again. Kung Fu Panda is a movie about... Talk about a different movie. How you can do anything that you set your mind to, okay? Okay. He kills a man at the end of that movie because he loves (laughs) himself. (laughs) Shark Tale is also a movie. It's boils down to the same lesson as The Incredibles, loving your family despite your differences. Shark Tale sucks but it still has the same lesson. Yeah, Shark Tale officially has like the lowest IMDb rating of any uh, DreamWorks movie. I think I have it on my phone. It has like, and I think it's generous that they gave it a 35%. That is very generous, but also the B movie is a movie by Jerry Seinfeld, and much in the way that Seinfeld is a show about nothing, the the B movie is a movie about nothing except there are Bs, and that goes to show you that if you have Money, you can do whatever you want to. <laughs> she, she's supposed to be arguing for DreamWorks, right? <laughs> no, yeah, DreamWorks is the is the shining example of capitalism, and I'll, I'll take that stand. Fuck yeah, America. So screw you and your Star Spangled Banner speech you did earlier. <laughs> also, does anybody remember that weird, I think it might have been a Super Bowl ad for B-Movie, where it's Jerry Seinfeld in a giant bee costume, and he's hanging from wires on a giant, he's hanging from a, a wire on a giant set that looks like a windshield and then he's like oh we're just gonna animate it (laughs) i had the b movie on dvd when i was a kid and that is on the special features so yes i remember what you're talking about also because this is driving me crazy it's just called b movie you are correct it is just b movie it deserves whoa i'm just saying it's a pun josh what you want to talk about funny movies because pixar ain't funny people die in every pixar movie since up because it's the only thing they can do anymore It's not! Pixar movies kill people and still make me laugh. That's huge. (laughs) I only laugh during the murder parts. (laughs) I think I'm scared to be on this show with the two of you. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm still caught up on B movie. B movie is a <laughs> a movie. Just to clarify, she said already said it was bad, and Seinfeld made it because he could. It's also a movie about a woman who wants to have sex with a bee. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's a relatable premise. <laughs> that is. Are you not being sex positive, John? Is that what you're doing right now, you <laughs> asshole? To be fair, to be fair, God damn to, it. to be fair, wanting to have sex with the bee is like a in pro-individuality. Embrace what makes you different, I guess. <laughs> but it seems like a little bit a little bit second tier compared to Pixar's individuality movies. I'm just gonna throw that out there. While what? we're on the topic of DreamWorks and wanting like movies about wanting to fuck bizarre things, Megamind is a movie about a woman that wants to have sex with a blue man with a giant <laughs> head. Love is blind, and DreamWorks does that better than Pixar. Also, who in this room would not, if given the opportunity, have sex with one of the Blue Man group? I want to see you that, raise that your hands. That was the saddest silence I've ever felt in my life. Ross, that's just you. Yeah, uh, actually, well, you, we, we went to <laughs> Florida together, and we saw the Blue Man group, and I basically had an emotional breakdown. That night was, there was a milestone in your life. Yeah, I and we all looked over at you, and we were like, "What?" It you was good. It was like, like I had seen the face of God. <laughs> and it is blue. Yeah, they did the Twinkie bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got some Twinkie bit fans. Will you um? Will you post on the Instagram the photo of you and that old lady outside of the Blue Man group concert? Yes. Um. I so I took a photo with one of the Blue Men, but then I also <laughs> took a photo with an old lady that just participated in the show. <laughs> Your Blue Man Group experience sounds so much better than mine. Oh, no, what happened? I just had weed in my pocket the whole time. I was like, my dad's going to catch me. Shit. It was real bad. It was terrifying. That it's is not funny, a, but that's true. I mean, but hey, you don't, need, you don't need drugs or alcohol to enjoy the Blue Man. <laughs> that's the magic I'll of I'll politely them. disagree. Okay. <laughs> but that's Megamind. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I've been racking my brain because we're talking so much about um, B-Movie and uh, the lady fucking the bee. And I'm trying to think, is there, is there a Pixar equivalent um, to... No, no. <laughs> Pixar is not sex positive, and you heard it straight from that team. I, I'm going I'm to disagree. I don't know what's sex positive, but I don't think fucking a bee is sex positive. <laughs> what about the blue man? Did you conveniently forget about him? We just talked about it. You, you, you just have to be safe when having sex with a bee because uh, they could have HIV. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the last episode of Kid Flick. <laughs> uh, so let's see. So uh, we're talking, we've talked a little bit uh, about lessons. And I think one thing that both um, Pixar and DreamWorks share is that they both have weird all-star casts uh, to draw in adults. <laughs> So I think it's, yeah. I, uh, I, me personally, I feel like uh, Pixar uh, focuses on getting celebrities that fit the role, but DreamWorks is all about getting like the top tier people at the time. <laughs> Alec Baldwin for Boss Baby? <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> capitalism. Fuck yeah, America. You're about to argue for Boss Baby. I will say, I laughed, a, I laughed. I'll, I'll say it took me 45 minutes before I fell asleep watching it. So yeah, I'm, I'll argue for Boss Baby. <laughs> I mean, like, Boss Baby fulfilled the fantasy that I didn't know I had of um, listening to a weird cover of the Beatles uh, and then watching uh, a baby fart, uh, baby powder <laughs> everywhere. So, <laughs> and I mean, sorry, Is Pixar doesn't... Is that sex positive? Uh, no. Wait, what? It's a baby, Josh. 
it's not happening because I'm a normal functioning human being, Joshua. Are you arguing for B movie? Lest we forget, you have to drive. Do you need the mic? Use that mic. You've been yelling everywhere. You have to turn it on. I believe. Yeah, you have to turn it on. Is Pets DreamWorks? No. That's Illumination. Ah, keep thinking Illumination is DreamWorks. I'm gonna use. There's a point in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, DreamWorks doesn't even have a recognizable style. It could be any animated company. Exactly. At least the women in the movies look different. Whoa. What? Yeah. What? What women? Okay, let's talk about Inside Out. Mm-hmm. You have five emotions. You have disgust, joy, sadness, anger, and fear. Uh-huh. Anger and anger and fear are both male presented. Okay. They get to be fun, wacky shapes. They don't get to look like people because they're emotions. But sadness, disgust, and joy are all like regular looking women like women in pixar movies are very standard they don't get to look different like the women in how to train your dragon all are very recognizable you have roughnut who has like a sharp chin you have astrid who's got like a pudgy face <laughs> it's dumb that's too <laughs> those characters look different <laughs> like, it's been years since i saw how to train your dragon my friend worked at regal and he got two free movies a month and I made him take me to see How to Train Your Dragons twice, and it's the last time I've seen it. That seems low for like working at a movie theater. I feel like it's just like if you're not on duty, just sneak into a movie. Regal on Ridge sucks. <laughs> you call, called out. Screw, screw off, Concha Hocken. <laughs> um, I think this also beckons you into a very, uh, I don't know if this is weird territory to get into. Uh, who's the hottest Pixar and DreamWorks character? Ooh. I swear to God, if you argue the B. <laughs> He's got charisma, Josh. <laughs> you cannot argue. He that. does like jazz. I'll give him that. <laughs> um, Those Scottish broads in How to Train a Dragon are pretty hot. I'll say that. Just all of yeah, them. Scottish broads and Brave. Yeah, Brave. That's... Okay, who does the better Scottish broads? Pixar or DreamWorks? DreamWorks. <laughs> you should know that by now. I don't know. DreamWorks says... Who saw Brave? Uh, the chicken Brave is the Ross lead character, and I saw Brave lead together. hero. Okay, yeah, that's true. because you're a Pixar fanboy. Who, who out in the crowd saw Brave when it came out in theaters? That's we, that's got, a, that's five. a low number. Four and a half hands. I have four and a half hands. <laughs> now, who here saw How to Train Your Dragon in theaters? Slightly yeah, more. Yeah, we got like seven. Five hands. Wow, uh, DreamWorks' best movie beats one of Pixar's lower movies. What are the yeah, odds yeah. of that? Wait, okay. Yeah, I have the go. data. I can look it's this got up. The data. Even like all of Pixar's movies are better than, consistently better than DreamWorks. Let's you really be honest. want to make an argument for Cars 2? Yeah, yeah you, you know what? You I want to make, make an, arg- an argument for Cars 2. You already said Shark Tale was bad. Shark Tale is bad. When you make, how many movies does Pixar have? Do you know off the top of your head? 19. 19 movies? Is that okay. true? That's close. I yeah. feel like that's high. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's really high. <laughs> DreamWorks has 36 movies out. If you have Whoa. three times the amount of movies as Pixar, you're going to have some stinkers in there. Well, why do you have three times the amount of movies yeah, well, rather than making a third and uh, making them better? Because just make people better want movies. DreamWorks movies. <laughs> also, fun fact, uh, this will sound weird, but I'll bring it around. The guy who created Scientology is the most prolific author, author in the world, meaning he wrote the most nonfiction, more than anyone in the world, and they have a lot of money, so that makes DreamWorks better. Wait, what is that? <laughs> Wait. So, El- so you're saying that DreamWorks is the L. Ron Hubbard of children's entertainment? Sort of, minus the murder and, and, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, weird yeah. shit, but... Also, 
I, I, in my yeah, research. Pivot. Go ahead and pivot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pivoting. Pixar has a movie that came out in the 90s called Jerry's Game. Do you want to know what that's about? Yeah. It's about it's an about. old guy that plays chess. They thought that was worth investing money in. That's yeah, garbage. Yeah. Do you know how inventive the cinematography was in Jerry's Game? Is the cinematography? <laughs> Both. The cinematography and the cinematography. How was the cinematography inventive? Name another movie with cinematography. Uh, Glozell's Cinnamon Challenge video? <laughs> Not on YouTube. YouTube doesn't count. Ah. All right. Pixar does the cinnamon challenge. All right, we're getting away from spices. It's getting, getting too hot in here. Too hot. It's in getting here. too spicy. Oh yeah, my mom wanted to say Spellvision, um, so just <laughs> throwing that out there. Thank you, Miss Wise. Any Spy Kids 4D fans of the, in the crowd? <laughs> I was gonna use Boss Baby when we brought it up earlier as a segue, um, but we've gotten away from that point. But we were talking about the Boss Baby. Boss Baby has a cartoon on Netflix. DreamWorks has a partnership with Netflix. A lot of their more modern movies get TV series on Netflix. They're normally traditionally animated, which is fun. It's a dying medium. It gets more rep through DreamWorks and Netflix partnership. DreamWorks is stacked in the methods that they do animation. They had 2D animation before they had 3D animation. Actually, no, I think Ants came out first, but they did do 2D animation. They had very, very good rep with the 2D, and they had a partnership with the English claymation studio Ardman. So DreamWorks has a lot under its belt that Pixar can't even match. You I mean think like the counterpoint, though, you went. Pixar Disney, you mean? They can't match with good 2D? Not the same studio. Oh, they're not the same studio, but <laughs> Pixar and Disney are... They're best friends. Now. <laughs> yeah, they're besties, dude. Well, <laughs> Disney brothers. owns Pixar, yeah, but they also own Marvel. Yeah, so that's you great. We're doing better. Marvel into <laughs> Sounds like we're winning. Well, I'm saying if you want to make the argument that Pixar has the backing of Disney, okay, sure, yeah. but DreamWorks has the backing of Paramount Pictures, so it's kind of, it's the same. But even yeah. so, uh, to, your, to your TV show point, like yeah, there are a lot of DreamWorks TV shows. There's the Dragons one, which arguably is good. They also have a good <laughs> at, a TV department with Ultron, is, or not, sorry, Voltron. not Ultron, Voltron, thank Voltron. you. She-Ra came um, out, she right? was good, she I'll give, I'll give you that, but Two, two counterpoints to that. First of all, they also have some very average to below average TV shows like The Adventures of Tip and O. Like the I'm willing home. to say that. Yes, that's right. very average. Very, very <laughs> average or below average. They had The Penguins of Madagascar, which was a little bit Penguins of Madagascar, you could make an argument for being good. Uh, I met could. a girl when I was... Will you? <laughs> I met a girl when I was in Japan. She was obsessed with The Penguins of Madagascar. She loved them. One girl? Yeah, just one girl. <laughs> she was also obsessed with the Boss Baby cartoon. Shout out to Cassie. Like <laughs> Cassie, if you're listening. She made Cassie, if you're listening. Can, can I also add something? that? Um, so another uh, original series that Netflix did with DreamWorks is The Adventures of Puss in Boots, which okay. set the stage for Black Mirror Bandersnatch. <laughs> yes. Which... They paved the way for an innovative Choose Your Own Adventure series. <laughs> what has Pixar done in the way of Black Mirror? I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Back up. That. Please connect those dots for me. So, uh, um, f as we all know, because um, we all <laughs> are on Netflix in the kids section all the time for re doing research for our podcast, uh, we all do this. Um, so, uh, they have uh, an original series called The Adventures of Puts and Boots, and they have a specific uh, Choose Your Own Adventure episode where you can you know, choose what our choose favorite furry adventure. friend does. And 
this was the same technology that Netflix and the creator of uh, Black Mirror, they tweaked that a little bit for uh, Black Mirror. Bandersnatch. Yeah, Bandersnatch. Yeah, Why I forgot the word. That came Why out this year. Why was Bandersnatch a big deal then? Because um, obviously DreamWorks didn't do it well enough to make an impact, so more people would have been talking about it. That's all I'm saying. Well, because... The Adventures of Puss in Boots is like a, <laughs> a kid show. That's like, oh, I gotta leave the house for two hours. I guess I'll just put that on for my kid. Yeah, how many people are gonna be like, oh, uh, The Adventures of Puss in Boots, great technology. What kind of fucked up stuff happened to Black Mirror? <laughs> Let's connect those together. That's good for the brand, right? Yeah. Is Where it? Are you going with this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's up, Diana? We're talking too much about Bandersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Okay, so circling back around. I didn't the team. watch it. I didn't watch it. So I don't know what we're talking about. That's okay. That's fine. Let's just say uh, things don't go so great for our old friend Stefan. (laughs) 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 The kid from uh, Where the Millers is in it, but now he's like a drugged out software developer. I'm sorry, did Pixar make this? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought we were talking about Bandersnatch. That's fair. Like a brief. uh, But anyway, back to my TV point. Back to my TV point. This Um, is a movie podcast. (laughs) I will not use TV credits as any any kind of point. Whoa. Did we talk about that in the rules beforehand? Nope. Oh, no, that's a good point. But John scares me sometimes, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going by Odyssey the Mind rules here. If it's not, if they don't say you can't do it, you can't. All right, fair enough. But, again, my TV point. Pixar has not done any TV series, and I would, I would argue that... Actually, they did. Sorry? Did they? Lightyear had a cartoon. It wasn't produced, that by, wasn't produced, it wasn't by, produced Pixar. by Pixar, but it is then it their medium count. they it's make royalties Disney on. Tune. It was a Toon Disney I'm trying series. to help you out. Mm. <laughs> you, can't, you can't give them the same thing. It is a good TV show, arguably. It is. But it's Disney, and I'm, I won't stand for that. Yeah, yes. great show. Fantastic show. But I'm going to argue that making TV shows uh, stretches DreamWorks too thin, and they make a lot of crap as well as the only good things. And the good things that they do do is all based off of... Josh, <laughs> Josh, I have to say, <laughs> you said just said doo-doo. I said doo-doo. Everybody, sound the doo-doo alarm. <laughs> I think that should be a, that should be a recurring... Um, a recur- doo-doo watch? Recurring baby. <laughs> yeah. Which brings us back to Boss Baby. Yeah, <laughs> Boss Baby! <laughs> Put like, uh, put like a little alarm on the podcast. Brings us back to DreamWorks in general, I think. That's safe to say. Whoa. Whoa. If we, okay, we want to make the doo-doo <laughs> argument, DreamWorks, only fart jokes. DreamWorks made a religious movie about the Old Testament and made it good and kid-appropriate. I'll give you that. Prince of Egypt is a great movie. Prince yeah. of Egypt is the best. That's propaganda. Don't care. Propaganda. That. Religious well, there, movies are propaganda. Point, right? Prince of Egypt is not an original story. They adapted the Bible, so naturally they're going to get a lot of views. Well, All can't right. you argue that, like, there isn't that, that an argument that there are, like, no original stories left? Like, everything is either just, like, the Bible or Shakespeare. Yeah, but there's something to be said for, like, if you adapt material, like, you adapt the Bible, or you write... A, an original story that could be boiled down to the same thing. I think it's very different. Yeah, like an original story like Nomeo and Juliet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spirit to be fair, though, that's story. a Sony movie. Yeah, oh, we don't have to touch <laughs> Sony Animation, the garbage pile. Um, Sony oh, Animation is a... Spider-Man. They made the... Yeah, they did oh. the Spider-Man movie. So. Yeah, but they also did the Emoji movie. You know how you know how Mr. Waternoose goes... I'll I'll what's the I'll line? kidnap a thousand kids Thank before you. I let this company die. Yeah, I'll let Sony make a thousand emoji movies if it means making another Spider-Man. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, so, Spirit's an original story. Oh, the the horse sure. movie. The horse I'm not movie. saying all of DreamWorks. Do you are know adapting. how hard a horse is to animate? James Baxter did that for us. You know how hard the ocean is to animate? Finding Nemo. Mm. Okay. Made the you ocean. want to talk about the ocean? Did you watch the Good Dinosaur? 
We don't talk about the good dinosaur. Yeah, the good, <laughs> 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 the good dinosaur looks like some kid in PW's 3D animation class Whoa. their senior year put their Whoa. textures on top of DreamWorks water physics because that's the only good thing Dreamworks in that movie. Water Diana, physics. I took that Excuse class <laughs> and I made a Are video. Are shitting on an entire school district? Because I'm all about that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so so I, t- uh, I guess Diana and I took the same 3D animation class in high school and the video that I made for the class, I put it on YouTube and it still <laughs> gets views. Like, it has 36,000 views on YouTube right Jeez. now. 36,000? It oh is 36,000. Damn, dude, you should get work for Pixar. <laughs> I got a lot of bowlings in there. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke just for Josh, because Josh yeah, knows all the lingo. Um, <laughs> so I think, uh, and we were talking about this a little bit before, um, but I think it's time that we try to throw some wrenches. Uh, <laughs> Diana is nervous. Yeah. Uh, throwing some wrenches into mm. each other's arguments. So um, this is the part of the argument where uh, Pixar can kind of throw some definite shade at DreamWorks and obviously DreamWorks vice versa. And this is probably going to be the angriest portion of the <laughs> evening. Uh, there are going to be tears. I am going to duck and cover. Uh, <laughs> but uh, is there a team that is kind of uh, poised and ready to go with throwing shade? Oh, Josh oh, raised no, his I'm hand ready. very politely. I'm ready. <laughs> So All go right, for so it. <laughs> Sorry, you want to say it a little louder? You're what? not good at talking shade, she says. <laughs> no, I'm respectful. Anyway. That's boring. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to talk about ants for a second. And how, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about ants and how weird ants was. That movie about Jewish ants. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting anti-Semitic yeah. now? No, that movie was, I think. <laughs> Anti-centipede... No, that didn't work. Okay, okay, sorry, go on. Okay, it was actually more about communism than about... Judaism. Which is... Which so is, chicken run. We're kind of... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Workers' rights! <laughs> All right, fair, but we're not talking about chicken run. We're talking about ants. So I was doing a little research about ants, kind of refreshing my memory a little and bit. And Woody Allen is a sexual predator. Woody that's Allen sweet. Is <laughs> <laughs> turns yeah, out. Actually, that's brilliant, because there's a line... There's a line... We talked about this on Facebook... No, no, you were no like, I didn't talk about this on Facebook. You were like, don't bring up that guy that works for Pixar or I'll get really sad. And I was like, I'm trying to oh. keep it lighthearted and fun. Woody, yeah, that's different though. That's because Woody Allen doesn't work for DreamWorks. They hired him. It was their decision to hire him and bring him onto this movie. You know, it's arguably worse that he, he still works for Pixar. They didn't fire him. Guys, Unless I think we can all come together and say, anymore. don't be mean and gross to people <laughs> when they don't want you to be. Yeah, I think we can all agree. Is on that, that is that the message? Yeah. Uh, yeah, only if you get their permission. I want to. It's called consent. I want to rescind a point, <laughs> if I may By rescind a point. I don't think it's fair to use any kind of sexual predator in the movie industry against each other because uh, we probably both have those people. Okay. <laughs> You're Agreed. saying in Hollywood? <laughs> fair, but that Woody Allen uh, aside, there is this weird line in an in the Ants movie where. Um, the main character says to the female lead, he's like, well, you're being rude. I was going to let you be a part of my most detailed erotic fantasies. And I was like, I'm sorry, this is a kid's movie? It was really weird, and I think you're not gonna find that in any kind of Pixar movie. Some Uh, weird, ill-advised line. We talked about this earlier because Pixar is not sex positive. (laughs) (laughs) They are daring. Um, Ant also says, if I remember correctly, I think they say the word hell. Uh, Madagascar also has the word hell spelled out for children to read, and I think that makes them daring. Hmm. <laughs> Point defended. 
Also, uh, in, a, in a little defense uh, of ants almost, uh, but, uh, or just more anti-bugs life, uh, uh, it's tough to be a bug. It's like one of the worst attractions at Walt Disney World. It's terrible. That yeah. attraction scared the living shit out of me when I was yeah, a child. Because the part with the, the cockroaches? Yeah. Where they sting yep. you? Yeah, like, don't like the it. Seat, the seat gets you? That's uncomfortable. I don't want to be touched on a ride. But if there were an, an ants ride... It would be way worse. It would let you be and you would definitely also get touched. It would, <laughs> it would be like if they made a ride about Annie Hall. <laughs> I thought we were leaving Woody Allen out. Come on. We're trying to move forward together. Okay. Well, here, I'll even it because uh, where Ants has Woody Allen, uh, A Bug's Life has Kevin Spacey. Boom. Ooh. Oh. Even. As, as the villain. <laughs> All right. So we can just we can just toss both of those movies aside because they are bug movies and Fair. I don't really have anything else to say about them aside from the fact that pe- both studios looked at kids and they're like oh bugs. shit like what do kids like uh, bugs and dirt all right make a movie like both of <laughs> yeah. them did that because it's kind of like the early days of both of these studios it was kind of like what if this thing could talk <laughs> like that's the one thing but I Pixar it took them a while to get better at titles like Toy Story. <laughs> A Bug's Life, <laughs> Monsters Inc. Okay, to be fair, Ants is like, uh, is like they were like, oh, Ants, but with a Z. It was the '90s. Yeah, it was the '90s. <laughs> it was '98. Cool it was back time then. to be done. <laughs> I was born in '97, a year before that movie came out. I still think putting Z's at the end of things is cool. <laughs> no, we're all the same age. <laughs> we're all <laughs> indeterminate ages. Um, what, what other wrenches can we throw on each other? So I, I guess uh, Josh and the team Pixar got uh, a little bit of a head start. Uh, but what do you guys have to throw into the faces of Pixar? So I said this in my, in my uh, very astute, uh, intelligent opening argument, but Wally is fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> oh, God. That sounded like somebody got mugged. Wally is about a robot picking up trash, so it's essentially about a robot picking up Pixar movies. Oh, shit. Can we pull up those Rotten Tomato rankings yet? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, read off the one for Oh, no, Wally, I'm just please. trying to be mean to John. Uh, <laughs> fucking, sorry, excuse my language. It's a children's podcast. Uh, <laughs> Wally is a magical movie that's so good they barely needed dialogue. Wally. Wow. Wally was the result of adults going, let's get high and not write any a script. What Coming a from the Hold people with dialogue. Shrek 2. <laughs> well, also, it was phenomenal. <laughs> Shrek 2 is genuinely a very good movie. I don't think any of the comedy in that movie like aged out. I think if you watch Shrek 2, it's still funny. And it also has one of the best musical numbers of any animated movie of all time. Um, I'm holding out for a hero. I never want to say that the cover is better than the original, but I think we can all agree that Fairy Godmother's cover of I'm Waiting Out, uh, holding out for a Hero is like the best version. I, we also I, talk about DreamWorks and non-original material. Isn't Shrek full of covers instead of original songs? So? Um, you want to yeah, go, go through Pixar original songs? We got, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but also they can throw by, back, like, Prince of Egypt is one of the best soundtracks. Yeah, I was, right. Yes, of all time. It was on my Spotify Top 100. This year? Yeah, and it, I didn't right. review it for the podcast. <laughs> I just listened to that for fun. So. I'm just yeah. going to say... 
um, I'm having a brain fart here. Who's the guy that wrote the Toy Story? You've got a friend of me. Who Randy Newman. Yeah, he's got a song called Short People. So I have it out for him <laughs> because the chorus tells me that I have no reason to live. So like, I, if I have you're it out less for than five feet, nobody will love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have it out for him. I have it out for him because I'm short. This is a personal thing for you. So fuck you. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, like the cover of Shrek, it's just like you can be whatever height you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, but in, yeah. in that case, how do you feel about um, all the short jokes about Lord Farquaad? <laughs> well, he's the not you very body positive. Do you want to give, <laughs> give some context to this and tell me who Lord Farquaad is uh, modeled after? Who? <laughs> you know. You know Napoleon? Hold on. I, or Hitler? <laughs> it's not Hitler. Hitler was uh, an average height man, as we all know. <laughs> the one thing we all know about Hitler, he had an average height. <laughs> it's one of the few things I respect about him. I want to <laughs> say, like, shout out to my favorite podcast, uh, Defunct Land. I'm pretty sure that at one point on his podcast, he told me that Lord Farquaad was modeled after Michael Eisner, and I'm willing to believe him. Oh, wait. <laughs> Ooh, I've wait, heard wait, that. Wait, wait. Those opens up a can of worms that I kind of want to, I want to go down this path a little bit. We talk about Shrek as an answer to Disney movies because Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, fuck you, Disney. Look at Shrek, and you it's say, good. it's fairy tales, and it's like, oh, let's make fairy tales, like, uh, let's flip it around. Let's it was do a it book. the opposite of what? It was a book. Shrek was a book. You want to go back to my non-original I read material? it in Rich Park. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another reference not a lot of people know yeah. <laughs> uh, in elementary school. Yeah. But also, I will give um. them the point that because Shrek was such a success about flipping fairy tale conventions mm -hmm. that it bled into Pixar and Disney. Like now they're all doing stuff about like what if like it was a princess, but like she wore pants or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's it's fair. Odd. But if you think if you're really trying to flip and be anti-Disney, right, break the Disney mode, because DreamWorks started the first movie was in '98 and Ants was their first movie in '98. If their goal was really to flip around the Disney model, they would have left it at one movie and not made a cash cow out of the Shrek franchise. You flipped around Disney to be anti-Disney, but then you became Disney instead, and I think that just shows that their mission failed. You gotta go where money is. There's four <laughs> tour stories, like. Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3 are yeah. functionally the same movie. <laughs> they are the same movie. There's a million beats that line up. It opens up with a huge thing that's like Wait, very cinematic. That? Which movie? Toy, Toy Story 2 and Toy 3. Story 3. They open the same way in like this huge like battle action sequence that ends mm -hmm. up being like in well, Andy's brain. Yeah, it's a they recurring a theme that they're toys and he plays with them. They go through a whole sequence <laughs> where like he ages, and I'm like, oh no, he's not going to need us anymore soon. And then one of the characters ends up at a garage sale or somewhere where they shouldn't be. And then there's a Buzz Lightyear that goes back to factory settings. He's all fucked up. He locks some dude away. And the, the pickaxe guy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet in Pete. Pete. Unmemorable. I bet you in Toy Story 4, Randy Newman is going to have a song where it's like, we all die someday, <laughs> and there's nothing we can do to stop it. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm going to throw it out there that like, we don't need Toy Story 4. Like, we don't need that movie. They put a nice little bow on it at the end of Toy Story 3, and the only reason they're making that movie is for the billions of dollars in merchandising. So saying that Shrek didn't need four movies is the same as saying Toy Story didn't need four. You know, honestly, I would agree with you, except when the trailer came out, I am genuinely intrigued by what's going on in the trailer. I think there's a lot of unanswered questions in the Toy Story franchise. Like, the fact that the characters <laughs> Why are the toys alive? Yeah, or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still um, waiting for the uh, Toy Story Broadway play, to be really honest. <laughs> <laughs> also, this, this uh, spiked Stillwater 
is stronger than I thought. I, for a second ago, I tried to sip on my microphone. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling some like heat in my cheeks right now. Yep. But uh, we are starting to run out of time, so I uh. think it's time for uh, both teams to kind of give their uh, closing uh, <laughs> statements to uh, wrap up their arguments. So, um, uh, Team DreamWorks, how about we start with you? Oh, okay, I guess I'll do it. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, I'll hand the mic off to you after I lose the crowd on this. <laughs> Wally still sucks. <laughs> Toy Outrageous. Story's unnecessary. Ridiculous. Um, How to Train a Dragon, that series is the best series ever. I don't know if you agree with uh, You're saying yes? Okay, cool, yeah. Great podcasting, yeah. <laughs> you and I are not friends, sir. And here, you, you close it out because I hate it. I just think that when you look at the umbrella of things that DreamWorks has made. They have 3D, they have 2D, they have claymation. Pixar has none of that. They have TV series. Like, you can make the argument that Pixar is spreading, or DreamWorks is spreading itself too thin, but is Pixar not spreading itself far enough because they're afraid to take risks? Like, no. fucking a blue dude? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, that was eloquent. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, let's hear final remarks from uh, Team Pixar. Uh, I think DreamWorks is just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping something sticks. Just making too many sequels of things. Like, we make Toy Story. That's great. All right? The third one. How often does a third movie in a franchise bring people to tears? Mm. Lord of the Rings, maybe. Lord of the Rings, Jackass 3D. Those are the only third <laughs> movies that have ever had that effect on me. Like Cars 3 made me cry because it was bad. Ooh. Cars 3 made you bad. Did that didn't make, make me cry. I thought Cars 3 had a great message about people handing off to the next generation. Actually true. Oh, it, it empowered a female character to take. Oh, the, thrilling! I'm gonna true. get old and die, and like I'm gonna make sure my kids. I don't wanna watch that. It's not what it's Dad. about. It's about aging gracefully. Aging also, gracefully and empowering those coming next. I did want to mention that I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it is uh, Lord Farquaad is McFly's name. Great. It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, but no, I mean quality over quantity. Oh, and fact check: Pixar has 20 movies. Quality over quantity. 16 wow. more movies than Pixar. All right, so I think, I think it's time that we come uh, to the audience here. So we've heard arguments from both sides. Uh, give a round of applause if you think that Pixar is the better studio. All right, pretty good. Now, who thinks that DreamWorks is the better studio? It seems about even, so I think the we're guy, gonna... The guy that gasped at Wally being bad didn't, uh, didn't participate. So I guess we're gonna have to give it to Sony Animation <laughs> today. Ah. So, uh, so uh, yeah, before before we go, I figured it would be kind of fun. So uh, all of our uh, panelists have already digged into them, but I figure uh, that we should do an official uh, quick taste test of these amazing Girl Scout cookies that um, I bought from a girl, uh, uh, an eight-year-old that was just in the bar selling Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> so would any of you like another one or? Yeah, yeah, here. I'll, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just giving them out individually. So these are uh, the Thanks A Lots, which are uh, shortbread cookies. They have fudge, and they're topped with uh, thank you in five languages. Does anybody have a different language that's uh, English, not English? I have. I, I bit into it, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says mercy, yeah. Mine says gracias. <laughs> I can't read mine, and it's, I think it would be offensive if I tried. <laughs> I, thank you, John. So, um, so we're going to do a, a very um, abbreviated version of our food rating system on the podcast. So this is a brief uh, version of uh, Tasty Treat or Taste Like Feet. And um, 
So normally we have five rankings that are basically me saying nonsense words. So we're only going to cut it down to three uh, terms of me saying nonsense. So the options are the best thing that it can be is a tasty treat. Uh, the middle thing that it can be, if it's super neutral, is a reedy deet. And then the worst thing <laughs> that it can be is tastes like feet. What do you guys think? It's a reedy deet. Is that the word you said? That is. Good okay, job. Cool. Yeah. No, I would say reedy deet, but uh, it's got a good crunch. Now, that was a good ASMR thing. That's yeah. going to help us in the ratings. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's why, you voted or that's why you should have voted DreamWorks. But uh, I'm going to say it's a tasty treat. Mm, definitely really deep. Tastes too much like uh, those EL fudge cookies. Mm. It's pretty much the same thing. Mm. It's a better quality fudge strip cookie because it's thicker. Yeah. I'm a tasty treat person. I've eaten five of those. Honestly, I'm giving this a tasty treat. This is the first time I've ever had one of these. So I'm giving it a tasty treat. But thank you all so much for coming out to the South Street Cinema. cinema for I mispronounced Simonin. it. For KidFlix Live. Uh, I want to, of course, thank uh, my guests for Team Pixar, Josh McMaster and John Deary. Uh, for Dream DreamWorks, we have uh, um, Dan Clark and Diana Westifer. And real quick, before we go, uh, again, this was a part of the Headstrong uh, Comedy Festival, which is raising money uh, for uh, cancer and supporting families of those with cancer. So you can donate right here or go online to bit.ly slash headstrongfest. And of course, thank you to Josh Berkey of the Victims and Villains podcast, who's been doing tech all day for us. Thank you. And... Uh, Real quick, thank you to Fireball Printing, Joe Giuliani Photography, Crude Humor Studios, Steel Empire, Thirsty Dice Milk Boy, Tattooed Mom, That's Entertainment, our sponsor, Tellist, and of course the Headstrong Foundation. But most importantly, thank you all so much to all of you for coming out and supporting us today. So uh, we will hear you next week, and go, go, gadget, and show. Woo!